This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We are back here on a uh, Thursday. Once again, tomorrow morning, um, we're going to be visiting with uh, most of our major employers about job availability right now. Um, and uh, today at Millican University, maybe your very first step uh, uh, is noon to 2.30. Um, if you haven't been on the campus in a while, it's the great big new looking building right on Main Street. There's plenty of excess parking in the disc across the street. You can go right down the steps, right Christ, and it's third floor. There's going to be 50 plus employers that are there. And, and those face to face discussions, you, you know, sometimes links and websites and bureaucracy and all that stuff's hard to cut through. Uh, but there's people there and they have jobs. Um, and and I've, I've been showing this all morning, but literally, this is print too small for me to even read on the printed page, and there's 15 pages, and these are open jobs here in Macon County, jobs that exist right now. Uh, I know that what you're feeling right now, and I'm so happy that Charmaine's with us today because um, you know, you know, there's denial, there's anger, there's you know, self-blame, there's uh, all kinds of stuff. That, when you have a shock or a traumatic thing in your life, I mean, you've been through a divorce, you know, you lose your job, you you know, you lose your job in 400 people. You know, they some people started work Monday, Monday of this week, and found out, you know. Wednesday that they were done and then there's no insurance it's done in February 28th there's no severance there's no bridge to Cobra there's no all of these things so we've compiled this resource page um, one of the things I can tell you about uh, the insurance exchange is that you qualify because of this event and consociate Danzig reached out yesterday Melanie Schelling reached out yesterday there's direct contacts for them because if you get applied before the month ends up you can then be insured in March and so I just want to tell you, I know it's overwhelming. There's a gazillion things being thrown at you, but there are resources starting today at noon at Millican University. Rocky's hosting at 10 o'clock this morning and at 1 o'clock this afternoon today and tomorrow. They're standing by there, literally sit you down at a computer and help walk you through a process, unemployment insurance, chances to do things at Richland. Uh, but I want to start, uh, before we introduce all of our guests uh, and, and our rider dies are in the studio. Charmaine, you know, we don't think about, I mean, you think about losing a loved one and you think about stages of grief, right? But there are Absolutely. stages to this kind of trauma. I, I mean, you, you, you denial, uh, anger, uh, and I understand the anger. I mean, you should be angry. I, I'm angry for you, but that anger is not going to do anything. I mean, it, you know, it may make you feel better in the moment, but it's not going to get you to the next step. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, the the anger has to eventually translate into action, right? Anger into action. Um, But certainly I think it's important to hold space for the shock that you feel um, to get such significant news that impacts, um, obviously, not only your life, but we're imagining their family lives as well. Um, So that ripple effect, I mean, you said it, Brian, going through that kind of shock and denial and depression, and that's okay. Um, but eventually translating that anger into action. And then t- for you to even note, you know, all the additional resources and job availability, hopefully at that point we're instilling, you know, a, a glimmer of hope as well. Right. I, I, you know, everybody's gone through yeah. something in their life where you just want to crawl into the, you know, bed and, and not deal with the world. You know, I worry about depression. I worry about mental health. I worry about a lot of these things. 
you, you know, a few years ago, I went through something and, and I had people that were close to me and, and Ken Smithmeyer was one of those people. And he said, get up and move. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, whether you want to or you don't, whether you feel like you have it or you don't. I noticed I just got a text from Clay that they were they're opening up the disc for the next two months uh, for uh, any of these employees so that they can, you know, exercise. So they and I know all that doesn't sound like you've got a new job, but all of that is so important to your mental so true. All of those things matter. They're pieces to the to a larger puzzle, right? And and you just said something key, which is as much as, you know, the core might tell you to, right it right now is probably not the time to isolate. Um, you know, action doesn't exist in isolation. Really truly only depression does. Um and and that isolation becomes more and more um, you know, loud and the person becomes more withdrawn. And so Really, in these situations, the goal is to reach out for support because truly um, there are resources available. We're talking about, you know, tangible resources in terms of employment, but also just I'm going to say mental health resources, but not necessarily with a mental health diagnosis. I mean, right. Anyone would feel symptoms or features of depression after such a significant loss. Yeah, and it so. doesn't, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Charmaine, by the way, Robertson Stoner, who's the behavioral health therapist and chief behavioral health officer for Crossing. Um, it, it, the, the, you don't have to have a history of dealing with something to have something traumatic like That's this right. happen to you and have the same sort of effect. 100%, absolutely. It's the thread that makes us human, um, actually. And so one of the things that we then still want to do, though, so those symptoms don't really exacerbate um, and we don't, you know, the voices sort of don't get louder. When I'm talking about voices, I don't mean hallucinations, but I mean that negative self-talk. Right, because um, you, yeah. you've had your certainty, your autonomy, your status. Absolutely. All these things are, are under siege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And there's no explanation, go, no With good no explanation. explanation. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that sense of agency is really threatened at this point. We, we get that. Okay, so um, we've also put up a list uh, on our, our resources page of help. Uh, a lot of it free. People you can reach out to online. There's numbers. Uh, it, it's important for people to talk to. to I mean, somebody. If yes. it's not a professional, somebody you trust, a family member that you can be honest with, the yes. isolation is what you want to avoid. Yeah. In addition to our local resources, I think something that's important to note about kind of the general resources is that even if it's called the helpline or, or you know, formerly known as the National Suicide Prevention Hotline or or whatever that is, sometimes folks go, oh, I can't reach out because I'm not suicidal. And that's, you know, that was why, partially likely why the name was changed. It's not just if a person is experiencing thoughts or things to that nature. It's truly to, you know, dismantle the sense of isolation to have a conversation with someone. And and then, you know, people lose jobs. I mean, it's, you know, people have things happen to them, but when it's done in this, this just, crappy away you know as, as human beings that adds to it right absolutely i mean your own self-worth comes in i mean it, it, you didn't do anything absolutely but you question your value 100 percent. yeah one of the first things we do is that right we look inward and question ourselves and and while there's power in, in looking at ourselves it's also really important to not blame ourselves for things that are outside of our control yeah and, and focusing on what you can control 100 percent. all right i say we could do this all day like maybe I need to like a weekly session. Uh, all right. In the studios, Natalie Beck, Debbie Bogle, uh, Tanya Andricks, and, and Charmaine Robertson-Stoner. Um, you guys found out about this the same way about this, the same way the mayor found out about this, the same way the employees found out. It's just a shock. Uh, you, you know, it, it, it's I, I can't believe literally 
um, that people are treated this way. You know, it's what's wrong with America uh, today, you know, that we have become more just a number on a piece of paper than caring about people as human beings. Um, they could have done so many things that they didn't do, which then leaves everybody in a lurch, most importantly, the people directly impacted. But I saw a lot of good yesterday. Uh, you, you know, I, I haven't felt like good has come out of social media in forever, but I saw people just, what can I do? How can I help? Can I bring you food? You know, I mean, just to the people reaching out to us, the companies, we're talking to a lot of them tomorrow. They're going to be at Millican at noon today. What did you see yesterday, Natalie? I think it was a beautiful example of our community and that we all came together immediately and, and you were a big force in organizing that. I think we had a two minute conversation and all I said was, no, I hadn't heard. And yes, we're here to help. So, you know, it's rallying the troops and it's also a testament to how great our social service agencies already are in place, that they were already able to mobilize like this and that we have good people and we have good resources and we'll all be here to help these employees. Uh, and getting the word out. And, and Debbie and, and Tanya, you, you, you know, Natalie's got a private foundation in which they kind of get to create their own rules and be creative. But you know the system. It's hard to navigate. I mean, I go to some of these websites and I know the help's there, but man, I have a hard time finding it. And I'm not going through this trauma. And there's a lot of different stuff thrown at people. The idea that we learned in COVID, I think, with all of us, was how do we consolidate all that into one place where people can find help for what they're looking for? Because the the bureaucracy is hard to crack. You're absolutely correct. And I think that's why one of the good things that, you know, Debbie has to offer is obviously her website as a repository for that information. And, and 211. And, and, and which, 211. Yes. I mean, that's what this was built for. Um, it is, a, and we're actually in an emergency situation here in our community with this many people displaced um, with their jobs immediately. And that's what we do as a community, and that's part of what two and one is for. Anytime there's any kind of situation like this or a weather emergency, they are there to uh, navigate and help people get to the services that they need. And I just want to mention um, perfect example. Yesterday, I had someone call in and insisted he didn't want any kind of government help, but he wanted help with his rent. And there's this stigma around getting services, and I don't want charity. And this is not charity. I mean, there are services in place to help working people um, get through situations like this, get through trials in their lives. And it's, it's not a bad thing. It is not um, something you should be ashamed of or embarrassed of. It's okay to reach out. You know, the people um, at ACORN or, or anybody who finds themselves in, in a situation where they need help, I'm sure it, it's humbling to know that you're now in this, this spot, but they've been the helpers. Many of those people, I know many of those people, they've been the helpers. And I think the beauty of the human experience, and Charmaine touched on this, is that um, it's okay to be on both sides of that. It's what makes us human. And I think that it's harder oftentimes to, to seek help than it is to provide help. But that's part of the human experience. And so I'm grateful that resources in this community exist. But I just encourage people to reach out and, and take the assistance or take the, the hand because a year from now, they're going to be on the other side of this it, and they're going to be providing that hand. That's exactly right. And, and it's a bridge, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, yeah. the way I look at it. But, but Charmaine, you know, is there something sort of reinforced about feeling like it's your fault by asking for help? I mean, it's almost mm -hmm. like those things are tied together 
One hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's that, well, it's that people naturally will feel that way. Yeah, people naturally feel that way. You know, it feels like a handout versus a hand up. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, Debbie and Tanya talked about it as well. But it's again, it's a part of the human experience. Many of us are not and none of us are in an island of ourselves. Right. And so at some point we've all received help or support from someone in some kind of capacity. And I think this is where perspective comes in. Um, and, and that's difficult to do in a moment like this because the perspective is very cloudy, which is, again, why it's important to not only have our own perspective. We need to be surrounded by other folks that we can um, perspective take from and say, OK, well, this is a situation that happened. It's hard. It's difficult. As Tanya noted, a year from now, we'll be in a completely different situation. But there will some moment, people that will be way better off, yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if given the opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, the career retraining, the things that are you know going on in this community and then all the organizations that are helping support that, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I know that's impossible to believe today, oh, yeah. You, yeah. you know, because that's just with any kind of grief, with any kind of trauma, with any sort of breakup or, or loss, mm-hmm. you can't see that right now. No. But please know all that's available for you at Nauticator.com. Millican University Today, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, there will be people that will be hired on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there are 50 plus, and kudos to Millican, because this yes. was set up to be for alums and for students, and they not only pivoted to... Uh, add uh, anybody impacted directly by these acorn layoffs, but they all businesses, you know, adding on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had it all laid out and ready to go and they just threw away the plan and said, come on in. Oh. So kudos to them. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we also, you, you know, you, you, here's the thing. And, and I know this intuitively, we take care of each other. Uh, you know, this idea of, of politicians running in to save the day, where are they? I, I, you just see that the powers here locally within the people, mm-hmm. the organizations, the institutions that care. And I want to thank John Kenseth over at the city of Decatur yesterday and Nicole Bateman at, at EDC, all of you guys, everybody. It was just, wasn't, I don't have time or I don't, I mean, it was just all hands on. How do we get as much information into people's hands as we can while they're going through this trauma? Mm-hmm. And everybody okay. stepped up, right? I mean, it just wasn't even a yeah. question. My challenge to all of you and I, I threw this to the mayor today, is if we can do this for these 450 people, why aren't we doing this for every person that lives in this community? Uh, uh, and, and why isn't that our goal, right? You know, long-term. Right now, this is what we've got to do for them. But moving forward, this career path, these lives, I mean, we ought to be thinking about that collectively, globally, as an entire community. Is that mm-hmm. pie in the sky? No, the whole, you know, the whole African proverb of it takes a village, yeah, this is the village kind of coming together. And so, yeah, um, I think in times like this, you sort of reassess and go, um, we're in a state of an emergency right now. Um, but then how do we make this more of a constant? Right. Yep. Yeah. You guys stick tight. We're going to take one quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Go to nowtocator.com for the entire resource page. Click on employment and retraining opportunities and assistance. And there is a comprehensive list by categories for you to tap into. We'll be back. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Three people you should be 100% certain about. Your barber, your plumber, and your tax pro. 
Switch to Jackson Hewitt and you can be 100% certain about your taxes. We'll get you your maximum refund guaranteed and we'll back your return for life. Don't be kind of certain or almost certain. Be 100% certain. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today and get 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Like 700 conversations going on here in two minutes. All right, uh, important information uh, that Tanya reminded me, which is why they're here, because they're the experts in everything that they do. A couple of things about insurance. We've been talking about it at the yeah. exchange this morning. and uh, But if you're in a financial situation where you're not able to afford that, that's not going to work for everyone. You're absolutely correct. So for all 400 people, there's 400 situations. And so some people, this is a qualifying event. They may have a spouse who has the ability to add them to their 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 employer's insurance. So that's one option. The exchange is absolutely an option. Um, but it also may be that you qualify for Illinois Medicaid. And so, you know, there's there's that. Crossing Healthcare provides care to everyone regardless of their ability to pay. Um, if you're uninsured, we also have people that can help you sign up for Illinois Medicaid. But if you have an immediate health issue or you're on prescription medications, one of the things that, you know, I hate to add things to the list for these folks who have a bunch of things they need to do quickly, but you can call your pharmacy and talk to your pharmacist about if you are in a window to get a refill um, while you still have insurance through the 28th to cover next month's prescriptions, because depending on the prescription medication that you're on, those are expensive. The other thing that you can do is is establish a new new patient appointment at Crossing so that you can know that you can get ongoing health care and not worry about adding to excess bills, potential of collections, those kinds of things, because I think healthcare um, debt and healthcare expense are, are huge worries for people. And so if you need ongoing healthcare, or you maybe have a child who needs ongoing healthcare, that can be, you know, something that there's a resource. There's and, I, and I'm just telling you that it's a top notch resource. Uh, and yes. and I, whether you've been on their campus or not, I'm telling you, uh, you're not going to feel like a number and you're not going to feel like some special case. No. They do an amazing job. We can bridge you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great uh, advice about the prescription. Yeah. So, you know, you've got a few days that you can maybe stockpile a couple of things that one less thing you got to worry about next month. Right. And at the health fair at Millican, because I think that is priority for many people. You guys are going to be there. We're going to be there. We'll have new patient packets. So you can stop at that crossing booth, if you need to pick that up, set it aside. Maybe it's a maybe it's a concern for next week, next month. But that's one other option to make sure that your health doesn't um, get overlooked at a time like this. All right, and uh, Debbie, I know you guys are fielding calls, and and you know obviously two one one is a great resource and a place to start. You can get all that information on the employment and retraining opportunities and assistance page on Nauticator.com, But you'll you'll hear from a lot of people over the next days and weeks. Yeah, and I think probably. What's going to happen is today, tomorrow, even next week, people are going to think, well, I don't, I don't really need anything yet. I don't need a food pantry or I don't, you know, back again to that um, stigma around that. 
But if you are missing a week of pay or two weeks of pay or, you know, do sign up for for insurance and that's coming out of your pocket now, um, that's going to have a, a ripple effect. And so I just encourage people that even if you don't think you need it now, just please try to remember the 211 number because you might need it next month or the month after. Our problem in society today is we have way too many Alice families. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's way too many people that are living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. and, and they're paying the bills and they're living their life. But something catastrophic like this happens yes. and all of a sudden they're thrown into peril. They don't know how to ask for help. They're too proudful to ask for help. They feel like, you know, they've mm-hmm. been crushed. But man, that bridge, and I really want yes. people to think of it that way, that to, to keep you on your feet. Mm-hmm. There are people that want to do this. It's good for our community, selfishly, to do this because it's so much harder to get people pulled out of poverty than to keep them from falling into poverty. Exactly. And there are jobs, and there is hope. If I sat here today thinking uh, 10 years ago when, when there might have been five jobs available that there wasn't hope, there is. And I know it's hard to hear that this morning, but there's 15 pages of of jobs uh, here in Macon County that 50 plus employers are going to be at Millican at noon today that are looking for people. So this bridge, if you need it, take it there. There, I, I just don't, Charmaine, I'll give you the final word on this. It's there's no shame or stigma. It, it you know, in fact, these folks in here are the ones that have made sure that everybody is eligible to find the help, you know, rather than just government standards and because Mm -hmm. it's, it will keep you where you need to be until you get to where you're going. 100%. Yeah. We, we have to eliminate the shame and stigma because truly there's none. And when you're reaching out for support, it's sort of like full circle, right? Because you are also utilizing us, right? The community organization. So in a way it's your, you you're keeping us afloat and and hopefully it's back to that village approach you know it's help me to help you to help me kind of perspective i think it, a lot of this just goes back to perspective taking and how we look at this matters yep. it's okay it's okay do something get up get active get to millican today at noon tomorrow morning uh, we will be talking to Premiant and Caterpillar and ADM and, and the city of Decatur, our large employers telling you and connecting you uh, to hopefully a better career. Uh, that's it for us. I just want to thank everybody, uh, including Lindsay, <clears throat> who did a lot of work yesterday to compile all this information. And anyone that wants to be a part of this, if we don't have your information, reach out. All that's available on the website at nowdecatur.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.